Gata members, welcome back to another episode of Gata TV. This week, we celebrate our Independence Day. It's a great opportunity to reflect on all of the blessings that we have, both in our individual lives and for our association. The gas and welding industry is a vital cog in keeping our nation moving, and this week, as we're hopefully enjoying time with our family and friends, perhaps even around a propane-fueled barbecue, let's not lose sight of everything our industry has afforded us. And in the spirit of Independence Day, make sure you stick around for the end of today's episode, as GAUTA members have included their patriotic imagery and best wishes for a safe and happy 4th of July. This is a busy time in the GAUTA schedule. Last week saw the return of the Seven Springs Regional Meeting, where more than 100 GAUTA members gathered together in Seven Springs, Pennsylvania for three days of education, networking, and fun. Attendees were treated to an array of educational opportunities to go along with the ever-popular Reverse Contact Booth Program and networking events like golf, axe throwing, skeet shooting, and more. To read a full recap of the event, including a photo gallery, click the link in the description below. And if you missed out on the Seven Springs Regional, you still have two opportunities to join in on the fun for this year. Our next regional meeting takes place in Stevenson, Washington from July 27th to the 29th. Registration is open now, so make sure to reserve your spot today. And this year's final regional takes place in Oregon, Ohio from August 8th to the 9th. Again, for more information or to register, click the link in the description below. We've got a great episode lined up for you today, so stick around right after a word from today's presenting sponsor, Weldcoa. Joining us first today for our Independence Day episode is Kevin Atkins. Kevin is the Senior Vice President of American Welding and Gas's Western Division. Kevin, thank you so much for being with us today. Kevin, AWG is one of the largest independent distributors in our industry. Can you talk about the history of the company and how you've grown and evolved into the company that you are today? Uh, we started as a distributor of Lindy Division of Union Carbide Gases through an auto parts company in the actually the 30s. And that had grown to a level where in 1949, that business had decided that they needed to have a standalone location that would sell gases and hard goods. And that was opened right here in Billings, Montana, where I am now in 1949. And that actually remained as the only location uh, from 1949 until 1980. And then with some growth that was actually spearheaded my, by my father, Ron Adkins, who helped me get into this business, in 1980, we opened our first branch store in Sheridan, Wyoming. 1984, we opened a branch store in Great Falls, Montana. And then our third branch store was opened in Gillette, Wyoming in, in 1990. And then the 90s saw a series of acquisitions of family-owned companies that chose us to, to help continue their legacy in uh, Montana and Wyoming. And by the end of the 90s, we really had a nice footprint in most of Montana and then really a good concentration in northern Wyoming. But we also made a pretty significant geographic jump where we were able to buy a family-based company in Wisconsin that put us on the map, map in Wisconsin. So quite a jump from Montana to Wisconsin. And then throughout the early 2000s, really all the way up to 2014, uh, a series of family-owned business acquisitions that we had across that area 
uh, gave us a footprint in kind of the open spaces around Wisconsin and Montana, which was we were able to fill in Montana, excuse me, Minnesota, North Dakota, uh, Indiana, and Illinois. So uh, around that time in 2014, we were lucky to uh, be able to acquire the Scott Gross Company, which the, uh, the Scott family chose AWG to continue the legacy for their company and their people. And uh, that nearly doubled our size. So a couple years uh, of trying to get those two companies integrated, both had been started in the late 1940s, uh, trying to get those two companies who had been grown up very successfully, but had grown up very different, integrated to do the best practices together. Uh, that took us a couple years, but in the meantime, we were able to do some other acquisitions that really put us into Florida, uh, Texas, and filled in some more of the gaps. So really now from a from a large company standpoint that you mentioned, we stretch from Kalispell, Montana to Orlando, Florida, and then now down into Alabama and to Texas. Uh, but really that tells you how we got physically that size. What really did that for us was all the teammates that helped us build the business along the way. So we couldn't have done it without them. That, that, that's really what made it happen for all these years that we've been doing it. But also we were, we were so fortunate that so many family owned companies chose us to continue their legacy. Uh, Back to the teammates though, for a second, I'll mention our teammates, many of them are direct owners in the company. So they even have a greater stake and benefit in, in the work they do each day beyond just the, the paycheck that they get every couple of weeks. As you continue to grow, are there any particular products or industries that you feel will be growth drivers? So as you could imagine, just like any gas and welding supply company, we want to grow all of our offerings, which which are tips, you know, similar to what most people sell. But we do have a few specific areas we really want to focus on. So we've built a, a fantastic automation team to really go out and help sell our customers solutions that can improve their productivity, hopefully competitiveness in the marketplace. And that includes gas. It includes gas offerings in automation. It includes the normal things you would see around welding and fabrication. But we're also uh, have expanded into material handling. So we can also get those pieces and parts in and out of the fabrication process as well. Uh, the second thing is that, uh, which is common for many gas distributors is we've made a significant investment in growing our spec gas business. So we have just recently completed a, an upgrade to our specialty gas filling facility in Indianapolis, Indiana. And that's not only increased our capabilities around the types of gases we can make, but it's also uh, improved our uh, our throughput so we can get more out faster. And uh, we're lucky that many independent distributors have chose us to, to provide their specialty gas supply where maybe they don't have the capability, the same capabilities or don't even need them all the time. Uh, we're able to provide them with EPA protocol, protocol gases. So we were really happy with what that investment has done for our offering and also some of the relationships that, that cre that's created. We've also put an additional staff of specialty gas sales specialists on board uh, to help us grow that business. And then the last thing that I'll mention is one of a, those three key things is that bulk gas is a significant area of growth for us and has been for a while. So what we're really hoping to do is continue the record growth that our team did last year. Our sales team was able to go out and sell 61 new customer installations last year. And then our fantastic operations team did the work to go out and get all those installed. So that was really a record year for us coming off a of COVID year. We're just hoping we can beat it again this year. The word independent holds special meaning for our industry. What does it mean to you that AWG continues to operate as an independent and how have you resisted the temptation to sell to a major? Great question, Steve. It's, it's incredibly important to us to remain independent. Uh, we, 
We are a family owned. And as I mentioned earlier, we have some direct ownership with a, a, a large group of our teammates. So it's really been the overarching reason for our success. And we intend to keep it that way. So we really don't have that temptation to sell to the majors. Our plan is to continue to grow through, we wanna be aggressive on acquisitions and we also wanna grow through new locations where the people and the market make sense for us. I mentioned earlier, but I'll mention again, we've been very lucky that many uh, family owned companies have cho chosen AWG to uh, continue their legacy, to take care of their people, their customers, the business legacy they've created. Uh, if you hadn't, you probably have heard Steve, but we recently were uh, the Sexton family who owns Sexton Welding, which was based in Alabama and Tennessee, chose AWG uh, for that very reason. They were looking for a strong partner to, to uh, continue their legacy. We think we're a great peer option beyond the majors and the private equity companies. Uh, we, we have uh, uh, an environment where they can really get the, the right things they're looking for for their people and their customers to continue that legacy. Joel Sexton, who was a second generation owner of the Sexton welding supply business said that, you know, he really wasn't looking to sell, but when he was approached by AWG, he said, things just felt familiar. He felt like we grew up the same way. The businesses grew up the same way and, and really felt like what he came from in his past. And, you know, granted we had gotten larger, but really a lot of those same values that he was looking for. And the distinction he made in picking AWG was he said, we really didn't choose to sell Sexton welding. He chose to sell it to AWG. And I think he would say to this day that it's been a great partnership for his family that stayed on board to run the company from us. And then he's still a participant. And then it's been really good for all of the employees he had and the customers that we're taking care of today. In addition to the AWG branded locations, you also own and operate five other distinct brands. Can you explain how those companies work together to form one cohesive culture? We do operate those five separate companies. So we have, uh, I'll describe them a little bit. So we have CO2 Air, which is a, a brand that we operate under that specifically focuses on wholesale CO2, so transport type CO2. So they're focusing on that type of business with a very uh, unique customer segment as well. So it's a unique product offering where, where we can take care of those large CO2 partners. Our Silver Tip and Axman Propane are both based here in Montana. And those locations are designed to take care of residential and commercial bulk propane customers. So a specific uh, group, group of customers with a specific brand to go with those. Now, some of those brands uh, like CO2, Silver Tip and Axman, we've hung on to because they had such great reputations when those family owners, those family businesses chose us to, to continue their legacy. The two others that we go to market with are Thoroughbred Industrial Cylinder Exchange, which is designed to provide a gas sales opportunity for a retail store that really isn't in the gas business like this, maybe a hardware store or a tractor supplier, that kind of company. And then the, the last one is our tier five brand, which that's what we go to market. That is our brand name for our specialty gases. So when we go to market with those custom specialty gases that we mostly make in the or expand in Indianapolis facility, that's what we go to market with. Now, how we keep those one culture is a different question. So we, we actually operate really as one cohesive unit. So as an example, the, the tier five and thoroughbred gases, not only are they made and distributed in the same locations that an AWG gas or welding supply is, they ride on the same trucks with the same drivers and even some of the same sales teams selling them. Our silver tip and axman locations that are out in Montana, in many cases where it makes sense, they actually operate out of the same building where we distribute cylinder gases or welding wire and that type of thing. And in some cases, 
Uh, we even have the same manager that's supervising the driver that delivers propane and the driver that delivers cylinders. Uh, but even beyond that, the way we keep it the same culture is that we really have the same management that, man that manages those, those separate entities. So for example, the gentleman that runs our Southeast division, he has AWG stores and he has CO2 air. In my division, where I'm responsible for all of our AWG locations, Silvertip and Axman are right here. So it's the same culture, we have the same mission, we participate in the same, same meetings, and really our overarching goals are, are, uh, are they, they're right, right uh, matching with each other. And in many places, the management is actually selling both brands and then operate, uh, handling the operations for both brands. Switching gears for a second, at the GATA SMC in Indianapolis, it was announced that AWG had seeded the first ever GATA Women of Gas and Welding Scholarship for the Women of Gas and Welding Committee. Can you discuss the decision to donate $30,000 to that scholarship and how you feel that will benefit the industry and the association? Two years ago, we made a significant strategic decision that we wanted to increase the amount of women that were participating in AWG in management roles, sales roles, any roles that they want to participate in dri driving trucks. And so it's a, been a significant decision for us. And we've made sure to make that known deep within our organization. So it's a, it's a culture thing. Everyone knows about it and knows that it's, it's part of our strategic pathway. Uh, we also have a women's committee that, that also helps us with that, with sponsoring events, sponsoring scholarships, sponsoring training, but even more, more importantly, recruiting both internally and externally to get women into those uh, important positions in our company. Uh, really, the $30,000 donation was designed to be our effort to expand that initiative to the industry and the GATA Association. Are there any last messages you wanted to leave GATA with before we go today? I uh, really just love the, the partnership that we get with so many GATA members, not only the the ones that are suppliers like us and distributors, but also the vendors that uh, do such a good job for us. But uh, mostly I just really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you today and, that, and being part of this episode and wish everyone a wonderful Independence Day. Kevin, thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate it. Hobart Institute of Welding Technology offers an AWS certified welding supervisor prep for exam course. This course teaches distributors how to bring real value to their customers by assisting them to reduce weld metal volume, reduce rejects, rework, scrap, and much more. Check our website to see all courses or contact us today at 937-332-9500 for more information on enrollment requirements. Cryotherapy has been a hot trend among athletes and in our industry for some time now. Recently, just outside of Syracuse, New York, where Gauda Media is located, a new cryotherapy center called the Recovery Lounge was opened by former Syracuse Orange football player and Super Bowl champion Arthur Jones. Arthur was gracious enough to take us on a tour of the Recovery Lounge and also to answer some questions about cryotherapy for us. Arthur, we really appreciate you joining us today. You opened the Recovery Lounge in November 2019. Can you discuss what compelled you to open a business like this? Yeah, so I'll take you back to my rookie year, and I never used to stretch. And literally, my coaches always yell at me, and I used to always say, hey coach, do you ever see a horse or a cheetah stretch? And literally, as you know, years went on in my career, you know, I started getting nicks and bruises and injured a little bit more. Father time started catching up with me. And a player by the name of Hugh Thornton and Ray Lewis, they told me to come with them one time to a place like this, and they offer cryotherapy and for asanas, and, 
and Normatec, and I was like, man, that stuff don't work. I'm good with the ice bath. I tried it, and I literally fell in love with it. I mean, it's literally next level for, for recovery, and uh, it's something that I believe in, and something that I'm passionate about, and it was a no-brainer. Uh, once I retired to open a place like this, you know, something to give me purpose. You know, the people that we have that come in uh, this community, it's not just athletes, we have, you know, elderly, people who have MS, people who have dementia, uh, people who have suffered from chronic migraines, and to be able to help people in this community, it's priceless. There aren't many cryotherapy places like this in central New York. What are the benefits of cryotherapy for your clients? Yeah, so with cryotherapy, we're triggering your body natural fight or flight to accelerate recovery by decreasing inflammation throughout your body. And pretty much it's literally getting people on their feet for their day-to-day tasks. Uh, we have people who have fatigue syndrome um, that, that helps them get through their day-to-day. -day. People who have severe arthritis. Just pretty much, it's, it's the next level of recovery. You obviously learned about those benefits as a player. Can you discuss learning the business side of things when you open the recovery lounge and what it's been like working with Han Welding? Han's been amazing to work with. Literally, whenever I give him a call, they're literally a couple minutes away and helping out whatever we need with our needs. Um, you know, I'm learning a lot of cool scientific things with the nitrogen and, and uh, the different things they do and people they service in the community other than cryotherapy. You know, it's pretty cool to, to enter their world. Cryotherapy's had some high-profile negative stories come out about it. Specifically, a former NFL receiver got frostbite using a cryotherapy chamber. Can you discuss the safety aspect of the therapy? Yeah, I mean, it has its risks. Um, like, you can't be on blood thinners and doing cryotherapy. Um, you want to protect your extremities, your fingers, your toes. Um, we have thick uh, winter socks and shoes to put on and, and winter mittens. and it, it's, it's pretty safe, though. As um, long as you, know, you have someone running you through, you're not doing it on your own, it's pretty safe. For members of the gas and welding industry who may not be involved with cryotherapy, can you discuss why you think it's a great market to enter into? Yeah, for sure. I, I would love for, for more people to open cryotherapy, just not in Syracuse. <laughs> I want to be your guy. No, all jokes aside, man, this, this is uh, really next level. Cryotherapy is, is really helping and, and servicing the community, and I'm, I'm really having fun to meet people from all walks of lives and, and hearing their story and their testimonies, how cryotherapy is helping them. Arthur, we really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for joining us and for taking us on this tour. Thanks for having me. In addition to the time that we spent with Arthur, we were also able to speak with Bill Albro, who's the sales manager for Hahn Medical and Specialty Gases. Bill, we really appreciate the time. Bill, we just heard from Arthur Jones about his work with the Recovery Lounge. Can you tell us what the process was like getting them up and running? It's, it's been interesting to say the least. The Recovery Lounge has been a good customer of ours for, you know, I guess uh, probably going on about two and a half years now and three years. And uh, we had some space restrictions that we had to deal with and things like that in the initial setup. But after we got that with our cryo team and got that all worked out, it, it went pretty well. And uh, I think they've been real happy with the results. Uh, they've been able to take care of their clients without fail. Uh, for the most part, you know, uh, there's always little hiccups here and there, but yeah, they, they've really been able to uh, service their folks and uh, provide uh, a good method of treatment for sports injuries and the like. Was there any training or insight that you were able to provide to ensure that these machines, which can reach temperatures of 200 degrees below zero, were able to be used safely? That's a, that's a good question. Um, and it always seems like the, the bad stuff always, you know, obviously gets the publicity, right? 
there's plenty of times and instances where we can cite that, you know, we've provided service to folks and, and never had a problem. Uh, when we look at these cryo saunas, and we have several customers throughout New York anyways, uh, you always look at space requirements. So when we're setting up the sauna, we're looking for clearances around. So God forbid something were to happen with the equipment, patient can get in out of there quickly. Uh, we're looking at alarms for folks in case we get a oxygen depletion situation, right? If you had a, an immediate dump of liquid nitrogen, or, uh, you know, in some instances, we actually use vacuum jacketed piping uh, to provide liquid right to the source and keep it in liquid form. You know, if there was a, a catastrophic failure of a piece of pipe, you know, we'd want that set right off uh, immediately. And, you know, just talking about the safe handling with their own people and, and having, uh, you know, access to them and saying, hey, you're dealing with something that's extremely cold. So you got to be super vigilant. How about any insights based on your past experiences that you were able to share to help the recovery lounge hit the ground running and find success? You know, based on the experience with that we had, uh, we were able to explain to them in conjunction with their, you know, their equipment provider, obviously, what to expect with the liquid nitrogen, right? How many cases approximately you're going to get so you can best utilize uh, the, the liquid nitrogen at your disposal, right? You don't want to start and stop continually, right? You want to set your appointments up to have one almost back-to-back -back right after the other. That way you can keep that liquid nitrogen filled in the, in the line, you know, and, and thus not have any venting off or, or any waste of, of, you know, your liquid nitrogen. So I think, you know, talking with them about that stuff was pretty helpful. How are you monitoring their gas intake? We do monitor it via telemetry. We have our liquid nitrogen uh, bulk, micro bulk trucks spread out throughout New York State. So, you know, we may have a truck go down for maintenance or whatever the case may be. Um, then we may need to pull it from a different area. Uh, so we do monitor that via telemetry um, and it works out pretty well. What was it like working with a Super Bowl champion like Arthur Jones? Yeah, it was pretty cool. You know, he's been great. He's really been great. And uh, I'm a season ticket holder uh, for SU football. And, you know, uh, so it, it's, it's pretty cool to, to be able to work with Arthur, you know, and, and, you know, the different experience he brings to the table too. It's kind of cool. But yeah. So it was pretty neat uh, working hand in hand with him. Is there anything else that you wanted to leave viewers with before we go today? Just, you know, I think it's really important and you touched on it. The safety aspect of this uh, is something certainly, you know, I think as being industry folks, you can kind of get complacent with it from the standpoint of we deal with it every single day, right? And so it's very important uh, to understand that the folks that you're dealing with 90% of the time have never touched liquid nitrogen. So it's important to, from the safety aspect to make them understand what they're dealing with. Bill, we really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much. To learn more about the Recovery Lounge or to visit their website, click the link in the description below. Gas distributors, tank repair shops, cryogenic techs. Live the Equigas experience and find out for yourself. Send us a picture and we'll help you identify what you really need. We have the equipment you need with the service you deserve. Make your life easier. Give us a call today. We answer the phone and ship the same day.
At this year's Spring Management Conference in Indianapolis, Gauda debuted a new video which showcased the association's long and rich history. For those who weren't able to attend, or even those who did attend and would like to see the video again, we'd like to share that video with you today. Thank you to all of those Gauda members who have helped contribute to this association's rich tradition.
Media is the go-to resource for news and information about the gases and welding industry. Through our wide variety of publication platforms, Gauda Media keeps our members up to date on all of the most breaking news, emerging trends, and member events in the industry. Want to get your company's message seen? We have a quarterly print publication, a twice-monthly newsletter, an online buyer's guide, and a twice-monthly news show. If it's happening at Gas and Welding, it's happening on Gauda Media. Want to learn more? Contact your Gauda Media representative today. Today's member news segment is brought to you by Anthony Welded Products. With carts, cradles, cages, and pallets, Anthony has a model for every purpose. We begin today with some very sad news. The Gauda community is mourning the loss of Jonathan Brown, CEO and owner of U.S. Tank and Cryogenic Equipment, who passed away unexpectedly on Thursday, June 16th. Jonathan will be remembered as a caring and giving soul who always put his family first and the employees of U.S. Tank a very close second. He will be missed by all who knew him. The company plans to continue to operate under the ownership of Jen Brown and the leadership of current president Mike Tipper. Our hearts go out to the employees of U.S. Tank and Cryogenic Equipment during this difficult time. In happier news, Oxygen Service Company announced that it officially opened its new Appleton, Wisconsin location. Hypertherm announced that it is rebranding to Hypertherm Associates. The new name represents the company's evolution from a manufacturer of plasma cutting products to a multi-technology provider of industrial cutting solutions, with its people at the heart of everything that it does. Superior Products announced the promotion of Allison Kostalnik to general manager. Congratulations, Allison. CPV Manufacturing announced Ryan Howard as its new regional sales manager for the Gulf Coast. Chart Industries announced its acquisition of Frontier Fabrications. Weldstar announced that it had acquired DSK Gas and Gear. CO2 Meter is moving to a new expanded 20,000 square foot facility in its Ormond Beach, Florida location later this summer. Mark Simon was named Vice President of Operations and Manufacturing for Nikiso Clean Energy. TJ Nowak announced the launch of its new brand identity and website. Sureworks acquired Footwear Specialties International. Gauda's next Safety Manager Safety Meeting will take place on Wednesday, July 20th at 1 o'clock Eastern. To register for the event, click the link in the description below. Protective Industrial Products, Inc. acquired Industrial Starter. To read more about any of these member news items, or to submit member news of your own, read the full July 1st Gauda Connection in your email inbox today, or by clicking the link in the description below. We open today's show discussing all of the great Gauda events that we have planned for this summer. Gauda's annual convention will take place from October 5th to the 8th at the beautiful Marriott Marquis San Diego Marina in San Diego, California. Registration for the event is open now. This year's theme is Building a Bridge for Future Leaders. Make sure to tune in for upcoming episodes of Gauda TV, where we will interview Gauda President Bob Ewing about this year's Can't Miss Conference, including the first-ever Networking 360 event. Once again, registration for that event is open now and can be found by clicking the link in the description below or by visiting gauda.org today. We can't wait to see you there. And that's our show for this week. Before we go, on behalf of all of us here at Gauda Media, we would like to wish you a happy and safe Independence Day. And now, here are some holiday well wishes from your fellow Gauda members.